Hello everyone, a very warm welcome to Christina Aguilera Track Battle. I'm your host Bags, super fan and lover of all things Xtina. This is the podcast where we take two songs from Christina's amazing discography at random via our fancy random track wheel, discuss them and undertake the challenging task of determining which is better. Let's find out which songs are going head to head this episode. Are you ready fighters? Let's spin the wheel. The beautiful people. And that's going up against. Without you. Another burlesque song. We had one last episode and now we have another. Just when you wait nearly 30 episodes for one and two come along at once. Hmm. And then we also have Without You, gorgeous lush song from Back to Basics. So let's first start talking about the beautiful people. So this is the final track on the track list from the burlesque soundtrack released in 2010, which Christina was the lead main role in. And it's one of eight songs that Christina contributed to the soundtrack out of the 10. The other two were by Cher. Um, and The Beautiful People is the only song on the soundtrack that doesn't have its own musical number in the film. Um, it does appear in the film, um, an instrumental version of it, albeit during a montage where Christina's character Ali is looking for a job having just moved to LA from Iowa and she's visiting all these bars and record companies etc and crossing off the vacancies appearing in the newspaper and she's sort of wandering around the streets of LA um, hustling trying to find a job um and then also the song appears in the end credits uh the vocal version with christina's vocals in it of course um as soon as the film credit starts rolling up um and then in the background of the credits we've got the sort of burlesque letters the light show that's playing um, which we see in the finale of the film uh spoilers there's a finale in the film with the burlesque letters. Um, if you, I mean, if you've not seen the film, why have you not seen the film? But um, yeah, that's that's what happens in the credits. So there's a bit of a story about this song. Um, the song was actually originally written um, for Nicole Scherzinger um, from her from the Pussycat Dolls, and it was going to be for her debut album post Pussycat Dolls, you know, in their hiatus or or whatever they were going through. Um, and it was with the songwriter LP. And um, LP spoken about writing the song with Nicole, how she went to a house in Beverly Hills and, you know, there was she was sitting on a carpet and Nicole was writing this song in bed. Um, but of course, you know, Nicole Scherzinger did a lot of different attempts to get her solo career going um, and the beautiful people didn't end up um, as part of that um, and wasn't on the album so eventually um, like a lot of songs um, and a lot of sort of leftover songs do they sort of get passed around from artist to artist eventually it was passed on to Christina however initially the beautiful people wasn't supposed to be on the burlesque soundtrack um and it was actually going to be a song called nasty or nasty if you want to say in my british accent um and that was recorded with CeeLo green um as a sort of duet um 
which is a great song, really, really great song. But there were problems with the legal issues concerning sample clearance because Nasty is a song which has a lot of samples in it. Um, and eventually the song was sort of sent back to the drawing board. Um, so it's so weird how The Beautiful People is a song that was sent back to the drawing board from another artist, was chosen um, because of a song that they couldn't clear the samples of, and that was sent back to the drawing board. And furthermore, that nasty song eventually was passed around to many of the artists and eventually landed on the lap of British singer Pixie Lott. And she ended up recording it, releasing it after a team managed to clear all the samples and it was released as her lead single from her self-titled album in 2014. Phew, what a uh, what a sort of hurricane of, of different songs flying around here and there. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's beautiful people when we look at the beautiful people versus nasty um you know a lot of fans consider nasty to be far superior and i do agree nasty is one of those songs where it just is suits christina down to a t it's got a great brass section and it, i don't think you know props to pixie lot for trying to cover the song but it was just to me it just came across as trying to copy the christina ad libs there was nothing changed from the original um that demo is leaked um the christina's version check it out on youtube it's bloody amazing and i really wish it was on burlesque because it could have been sort of like you know like how there's a song that plays in credits in films that is you know put towards all the awards and it does really really well that sort of thing but it doesn't actually appear in the film itself like i i could have seen nasty becoming that it could have become this absolutely massive runaway big 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 hit um but of course wasn't meant to be and we ended up with the beautiful people so back to that song um the Beautiful People is sort of a pop rock up-tempo song, um, slightly tribal as well, uh, and it's about people who are beautiful. <laughs> well, people who are aesthetically pleasing to the eye, doing their thing, and that they have sort of no problems being in the spotlight, being famous. I suppose very, very apt for the Hollywood setting of the film and how there's a few characters that are just, um, you know, yearning for the spotlight um so very very appropriate for the film the song itself was written by ron fair um esther dean stefani riddle tommy lee james nicole Scherzinger, lp melvin k watson larry somerville jr marilyn manson and twiggy ramirez and it was produced by ron fair the phantom boys and christina few names there that we want to speak about so ron fair um interesting that that's come up that's the guy who practically discovered christina bit of a full circle moment to be working with her again so sort of deep into the career because he was the person who signed her onto rca records he you know was um the guy who sort of yearned for getting her this part in lady marmalade as well you know sort of built her career right from the foundation so it's really really cool that they work together again um you know years and years into christina's career very very nice full circle moment there and um you'd have also heard the name marilyn manson along there marilyn manson iconic rock legend um that's because the song the beautiful people is built around a sample of the same song called the beautiful people um by marilyn manson sort of lifts the guitar riff and also the drums the the tribal aspect of the song um and that's what a lot of the instrumental is built around and then Christina's version is a little bit more dance pop, a little bit more electro in it. It's got a lot of flack online from Marilyn Manson fans because 
essentially she's turned a rock song into this you know glam electro pop song but you know the rock song a rock song's not going to be very much uh, at, at home or on place on a on a song or a film about burlesque so it has to be changed i don't understand what the big deal is but people always have something to complain about um you know fans of of certain artists will be very very faithful to the their original music and the original content so i can see where they're coming from i would be the same with christina to be fair so we've been looking at favorite parts and favorite lyrics so my favorite part is the sort of the tribal part of the song i like the tribal screen that christina does later on in the song it's almost like her and her burlesque dancers are armed with weapons to stop people tearing down the club as as what's happening in the film and um and and that's also part of the amazing middle eight where the guitar riff comes in a little bit more to the forefront and the song takes this sort of rocky turn and she gets a lot more grit and rasp in her voice and you know we are a fan of rock tina here at christina track battle so of course that has to be my favorite part my favourite lyric has to be all of the beautiful people shining like diamonds, they got no problems, the chorus basically. I mean, I love the reference to probably one of my favourite scenes in the film where there is um, a dream sequence. So how Christine ends up at the burlesque club is she is hired as a waitress um, initially, not as a performer or a singer. Um, and then eventually she, you know, we've spoke about it in the Tough Lover episode, eventually she shows her talent and eventually becomes the headline act. But initially when she's a waitress, she's there looking at the performers on the stage. So there's Kristen Bell's character, um, uh, Nikki, and there's also Georgia, who's Julianne Hoff's character. They're doing a Diamonds Are A Girl's Best Friend um, sort of lip sync. And then there's this dream sequence where Christina um, thinks that, she's up there and then she sings diamonds are a girl's best friend there's a quick two-line cover from christina doing the outro of the song and i think i speak for sort of every fighter here that we would kill for a full cover of that song it's amazing the way that she's done that i think it's probably one of the best renditions of diamonds are a girl's best friend by sort of any artist and i'm not just saying that i'm not that biased but it's absolutely brilliant and a fun little fact from this bit as well in the actual film um we see christina with her her you know going around with her waitress tray and serving. But then as soon as she does the dream sequence, she closes her eyes and throws her hands up in the air and then tilts her head back. Um, But the actual her throwing her arms up in the air is CGI. She doesn't actually do that when they filmed it, which is really, really cool. So if you watch that bit again and see it, look at her arms because they're CGI. They're not not actually her real arms, which is really, really cool. Um, But yeah, magic of Hollywood again. Ooh. but yeah, like I, I think that the shining like diamonds in this lyric, I like the nod to it. It's the nod to that scene, which is great. I do really like that. Um, fun little fact about the beautiful people. Christina actually recorded this song with um, her son Max in the studio with her. So Max was born at the time, about a year or so before recording burlesque, um, the soundtrack. And he was she was being mama she was in the studio with him and um when they play the song back he sort of apparently was really going a bit mad and crazy that he was very receptive to the song um clearly max has a good ear for guitar riffs and marilyn manson just saying um so like i think it's one of those ones where you know we've got the rock we've got the rock um aspect we've got the drum the guitar riff um it's all very very fierce um it's like a wall of sound um you know all put together with the 
the electronic arrangement and Christina's vocals and then the tribal chants and it's just it's very it's a very full-on song um from the moment you press play to the moment it finishes it's it's very very you know intense but very energetic as well in a good way um so you know you can see why why little max went um very receptive and very crazy to it but you know it's a song that's very apt to the film very apt for end credits as well um would have been interesting to see if there was a musical number planned for it maybe who knows but um yeah it's one of those songs where i think you know christina's stumbled upon it and eventually recorded it rather than having written it herself um so that's why a lot of fans do consider it as not as good as some of the other songs on burlesque because she either has covered them because they're songs that are more close to her heart or ones that she's actually written them you know herself but i like it i think it's great i think it's um you know very different to the rest of the burlesque soundtrack and uh, because of the electronic arrangement and it sort of brings a fresh modern vibe to it so two thumbs up for the beautiful people so let's move on to talking about the song that the beautiful people is up against which is without you so without you is track number 10 of the first disc of back to basics uh, and it was written by christina cara diagardi rob lewis and mark ronson and it was produced by mark ronson and christina now I'm a big fan of Mark Ronson's work and his work with um, Christina on Back to Basics was nothing short of amazing. Um, little fact, the only producer as well to be part of both discs on Back to Basics. Um, as we know, each disc has its own vibe. Disc one is more of like a, a 20s, 30s, 40s vibe with a modern day twist with sort of um, scratch record scratchings and samples um, and then the second disc is more of a genuine sort of throwback uh, with more authentic music all entirely produced by Linda Perry um, but Mark Ronson's on there as well which we'll find out which song is about shortly I presume um, but um, yeah I mean of course both albums come together to form this magnum opus which is back to basics so without you is a uh, part of the first disc uh, and as we know a bit more of a hip-hop vibe um it's like this piano-led hip-hop love ballad um but it also has this sort of hip very hypnotic acoustic guitar line it's like a few notes that are just sort of repeated over and over again throughout the whole song and it's just it's gorgeous it's very very gorgeous it's it conjures up all these imagery of like you know love and flowers and birds and <laughs> and all sort of things um but the song itself is like a like a first person point of view song about how she's finally found the man of her dreams and she loves him so much that if she loses him or was to be without him and it would be like the end of the world she wouldn't know what to do she'd be helpless and her world would cease to exist without him it's it's this love letter written to this man um and i have to say this song is just absolutely lush really is lush i think that's the only word i can think of to describe this song it it i think it adds i mean the adds to adds to that is this vote like the vocals um the majority of the song she's in this head voice with these lovely gorgeous soft vocals and these layered harmonies and really sort of showing off her mid-range and uh and and then also we get the falsettos in there as well it's just it's just beautiful. It's really, really stunning um, vocal delivery from Christina here. It's not like your regular Christina where you get the ad libs throughout the song. Yes, you get them towards the end, but just, you know, like a tone here and the way the song just sort of comes together and flows. It's like a work of art. Um, we know how much her voice suits full up, straightforward R&B. And 
you know, like she says on the song, she's at home here. She she is at home in terms of the way that she sounds and, and how well she sounds as well. And speaking of lyrics, we need to look at our favourite lyric here. So my favourite lyric is, have I been blind for the first time in my life? I feel I've opened up my eyes since you've arrived like an angel from the sky. I'm on a spiritual high. I think here for me, um, I like the connotations to sort of angelic and spiritual themes and how she applies that to the love in her life. Um, and that also portrays itself in her delivery of the song as well. She sounds so angelic uh, and almost like she has just encompassed this spiritual vibe. And I like that she is um, expressing that emotion through the way that she's singing. As we know, a lot of the double disc album, Back to Basics, is dedicated to her then husband, Jordan. Um, and it was so, so lovely to see that there was this woman that was just so happy and unashamedly in love and wanted the whole world to know through her art. I think it takes a lot for someone to just bear their soul in that way. And it was so, so beautiful to see Christina doing this after a lot of the issues she spoke about in Stripped, you know, quite thematically dark, um, domestic abuse and self-acceptance and things like that. We got a complete 180 and Back to Basics was celebrating all things light, all things love. And that's not just amazing you know only just for like an artist but like as a fan to get that experience where we've got different threads of your artistic expression complete genre changes complete topic changes um and also looks as well from album to album we know stripped she had this very grunge vibe the the black and white uh, blonde sort of two-toned hair um and you know the ripped distressed denim and then we got this hollywood pinup look for back to basics um an artist from you know to change uh, their look from album to album it's reinvention it's so hard to get right and do successfully and Christine is definitely one of a small handful of artists that do this right you don't get a discography out there where it goes from R&B to jazz to electro to hip-hop it's it's just it, I mean I can't explain I think the only person to sort of really do this right as well is is someone like Madonna um you know she is the queen of reinvention and and Christina does it in her own way uh, in her own style and in her own Christine Christina self so it's just it's just brilliant um my favorite part of the song has to be the outro of the song um with this seriously amazing beautiful falsetto run um where she covers a bajillion notes it's sort of right at the end i'm not even going to try and recreate it because who else can do it but um she just sounds like an angel um and then we get that beautiful piano line coming in intertwining with the beat uh, and it's just magic. I mean, Mark Ronson's production on here is just gold. It's absolutely brilliant. For me, Without You is probably, I think it's probably her most underrated song in a catalogue. Um, quote me on that. <laughs> I don't care. But it's just, it's not a song that I've seen often as quoted by Christina fans as sort of like the best from the album. Um, it's, it's just got this amazing, alluring, hypnotic quality to it that you just want to go back to again and again. And for me, that is the quality of a good song um, that you just want to have that replay value and you want to go back and listen to it. And and without you, I mean, there's a lot of other songs on the first disc and even the second disc of Back to Basics that I know fans sort of gravitate towards. But for me, it has always made an appearance on my own playlists and things like that year after year after year it's very very timeless and just the way that it sort of makes me feel 
it's just it's just gold i don't think there's another song in christina's discography that makes me feel like that it's just very it just makes me feel very very happy and and this is one of those songs i would like to see her perform live or even in like an acoustic session uh, but i guess we may never since she's sort of doesn't really I mean, from Back to Basics, she'll sing the singles and I suppose it might be quite a hard song for her to sing since she's no longer with Jordan. Um, so it must be one of those ones because this is sort of straight up front about the love that she has for him. It might be quite difficult for her to sing. Oh, well, but definitely one of the most stunning songs in her discography with how gorgeous she sounds. So props to Without You. So we've heard about the beautiful people and we've heard about Without You but there can only be one winner. Hmm, this is gonna be a difficult one, but I think we're ready for that drum roll, so drum roll please. And the winner is... Without You! Congratulations to Without You. I mean, this song had to win. Um, it, Like I said, it's one of the most stunning songs in her discography, so it's one that I will always gravitate towards. And in my opinion, it's very, very underrated. So gorgeous, so lush very high replay value for me so it had to win i mean the beautiful people is a great song but for me not one of the better songs on the burlesque soundtrack so without you just pips it to the post here so thank you so much for listening next episode we'll be looking at a song about sexual traveling versus an era lead single which is an absolute bop hmm, which songs they might be you'll have to find out thank you so much for listening that is it for today's show if you like the show please be sure to subscribe and leave a comment check us out on instagram and twitter at extina track battle ta-ta